and welcome back to Casual Climbers, the podcast by and for beginning hikers and those who may not quite be physically ready to tackle the Appalachian Trail. I'm your host, Donna Patrick, and alongside me is my husband and adventure buddy, Roy. Hi, Donna. Hi, Roy. So in this podcast, we provide you with information, tips, and tricks on how to get into hiking in the Blue Ridge area. We will cover some of the hundreds of trails in the various parks in the region, and hopefully maybe, Donna, Hmm. Make somebody smile along the way? Yeah. So we're two middle-aged, perhaps not in the best shape hikers. Definitely not in the best shape. Not the best shape. But we love hiking, and we want to bring the outdoors to you. Yeah. This week's episode is one of my favorites. So we discuss one of the best trails in the entire region, the Carrot Creek Loop at Table Rock State Park. Right. And while this is a relatively short loop, it is Definitely one not to miss if you're anywhere within driving distance of this area. Yeah, it's super close to Pickens. Yeah, it's 10 minutes away from downtown Pickens yeah. to get there. It's, yeah, very easy to find. Mm-hmm. We're also going to have a fun fact about the park by Donna mm-hmm. and talk about this great local iconic place, Aunt Sue's Country Corner, which is only minutes away from the Table Rock State Park. Right. So, what do you say, Donna? Let's get into it. Let's go. This week's trail, Donna. I have been waiting to do this podcast for this trail for weeks because it's absolutely one of my favorites. It was one of the first trails that I hit when we moved here because everybody recommended it so highly. And it's the Carrick Creek Loop Trail at Table Rock State Park. Mm -hmm. Why don't you tell us about the entrance? Oh, my gosh. The entrance is amazing. You park and you walk Walk up to the, so there's um the place where you, you, you know, you sign in just the in park case. store, yeah. Yeah. And then it's just this boardwalk and waterfalls and just beauty, right? It just slaps you in the face with just amazingness. A hundred yards from the parking lot. Yeah. If that. So yeah, as soon as you get into the, at the trailhead where the park store station is, you're immediately greeted by sounds almost all around you of waterfalls and water rushing by. And yeah. it's, it's such a, if it doesn't put you in a good mood to start that hike, you probably shouldn't be hiking that day. Well, no, or maybe you really should be. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe you should be. That's I don't fair. know. Yeah, the thing is, is that just have your, your phone out to take pictures and selfies and stuff with a waterfall behind you right away because it, it just, it's right there. It's right there. And so here it is by the numbers, guys. It's only 2.13 miles from the trailhead and back. It's a loop. But don't let that short distance fool you. It is worth every second of it. It took us an hour and 40 minutes at a very comfortable pace to complete. But of that hour and 40 minutes, only 53 was actual moving time. So that tells you how much Donna and I spent as much time stopping and enjoying the trail and everything that it's got to offer as we did actually walking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stopping and enjoying the trail. But I mean, there were a few times that I was stopping because of, you know, I'm going up. And when I go up, I, you know, need to catch my breath. It's not it didn't ever really feel too terribly steep. But I think there were just like long stretches there at the beginning of the hike. I like the way that we go because we go what counterclockwise. The way that we go might be a little bit harder to do. But you get halfway through this hike and you've gotten up and now all you have to do is go down and 
the way that we go, you get more, I think, of the hiking next to water. I agree. So if you're looking at the loop and we have the trail map that we that we use on our website, casualclimbers.podbean.com, if you look at the trail photos, it's the first photo. So if you consider the loop a clock, if you're moving counterclockwise, the first half is a fairly steep and steady climb the entire first half. So even though the lowest point is 1050 feet and the highest point is 1400, that's only 350 feet, but it's an entire climb the first half if you go counterclockwise from the trailhead. Yeah. And I agree, I like to go that way because the payoff on the second half mm-hmm. Just you forget that you're tired. Right. Yes, absolutely. Now, I will caveat that with I think that I think that a lot of people might go to the Carrick Creek loop and just go clockwise, go to the left. I think they just kind of go in and then back out. I think a lot of people do that. I would think that. probably, yeah, because, a lot of people do that. Because that's where you're going to get more of the, like I said, more of the next to the water and... There's a lot of smooth rocks and you can kind of just go out there and sit and just be really close to waterfalls. We did that, actually. So on the way back, maybe about half a mile from the trailhead. So we were almost done with with the hike itself. And I noticed just off to the right, there was this some dry section of rocks that were big, smooth, big, smooth rocks that were right next to, and by right next to, I mean, part of the rock itself was also part of a waterfall. Yes. And we just went and sat and just inches away from the waterfall. And we sat there and we just relaxed for a good 20 minutes. Waterfall behind us, waterfall in front of us. And we just kind of set our backpacks down and pulled out our, our, our snack. Yeah. And And just, (laughs) just sitting there and recharging is so nice. It's so nice. And I imagine that that's probably pretty popular in the summer. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. Now, the thing about the the thing about this trail, listeners, is the water is never really that deep that you can swim in, except at the very beginning uh, of where the waterfalls is. There is some spots there where they where people can get in and it's probably a foot deep, maybe two. Do you think? Do you think that it's okay? I, I mean, maybe we should ask to see if it's okay to get in the water. I'm not sure. This past summer, I did see people waiting oh. in there. Now, I don't, you're not going to swim. None of right. this area is big enough to swim or deep enough to swim. But I, I've seen lots of people wait in there. You and I have waited in there <laughs> ourselves. Yeah. I just, ever since we interviewed that Paris mountain guy and he said that they test the water there for the official swimming whole area. Yeah. I, I've, I've thought about that ever since then and thought, okay, so besides a park being, not wanting anybody to slip and fall or get hurt or anything, besides that, there's possibly other, other concerns. Yeah, I would think so. But this water's moving so fast. That's true. Like you, you can test it. And then two seconds later, it's, it's a completely water. Yeah. <laughs> different water. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I love to, uh. I love to drink waterfall water. Yeah. It's one of the things I love to do. You do. It it tastes so wonderful to me. Yeah. And they they don't discourage it, but they certainly don't encourage it. Right. And you have to be smart about it, listeners. If you want to do it like I do it, and sometimes I've taken water bottles and yeah. and filled a water bottle with it. You got to make sure that you get it from a place that's moving swiftly. Yeah. And there's not a lot of moss or, or anything in there. You do realize that the fish poop in the water, right? I, I, 
I haven't seen a single fish in any of that stream. That's true. It's moving too fast. I can't see them. And it's not, it's not really deep enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm sold. I'm not ready to, you know. You're not ready to gulp with me? Mm. Come on. Uh, I'll get you to drink next time. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) So the, the first half, there is stream. But it's not at all like the second yeah. half. Yeah, in yeah. the first half, the str- it, you're well, you're getting further and further away from it. You're getting higher and higher away from it. Yeah, and the second half, it's right next to you, literally right next to you, and you have to cross it several times. So this is the point where we tell our listeners, you have to be very sure-footed. Yeah, to take this trail, there are several stream crossings. Yeah, and you have to be. You just you just have to be mindful of the slipperiness of some of these rocks. There was a, a couple crossings where you actually have to step on rocks underwater. Y- yeah. Sometimes two and three inches, you're stepping on a rock underwater, and you you don't really know how slippery it is, so you have to yeah you, you have to be so careful and listeners. test it to make sure it's not a wobbly rock too. So we we this is one of the reasons we take our hiking poles mm-hmm. because hiking poles are great to test to test how deep water is and how deep yeah because sometimes visually it it can be you know you you can't really tell it's very deceiving when you look at water especially as crystal clear as as it is it may look like it's 2 inches deep and then you're it's, a foot in mm-hmm. yeah so we use the poles to test a is it slippery and b is the rock stable and you don't want to step on unstable rocks in water while you're trying to cross a stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but you could honestly, if, if you wanted to, you could just hike up to that point where you're crossing the stream and turn around and walk right back out. And you will, you'll have experienced amazingness. You absolutely can. You absolutely yeah. can. The, uh, it'd be a short hike. It'd be you... a short hike. I mean, it's a short one. If we just powered through, we could get done with it in 45 minutes, yeah, I but think. But what's the fun in that? There's no fun in that, in my opinion. Okay. I agree. Okay. Like, we took almost two hours. We could have easily taken three. And if we had, then Aunt Suze would have been open when we got done. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Aunt Suze would have been open. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Now, there are a couple other trails that come off of the Carrick Creek Loop. That's right. There's there, the yeah. main Table Rock trail which we need to do which goes all the way up to the pinnacle Mm -hmm. and there's also two other ones that go out off of it so if you look on the park map on the table rock state park website you'll see uh the trail maps that they have there and they're they're pretty accurate their distances i don't think are a hundred percent accurate based on like they said the carrot creek loop was significantly shorter than what we took it at so uh, just keep that in mind. Don't you can get a general idea of the distance based on the website, but yeah, don't you know if it's two point two miles and the website said two point zero, you know, don't don't call the park and complain <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah, this park, I, I I really wish that every time that there is these signs that tell you go this way for that trail and that way for this trail, I wish that they'd have benches because. That would be kind of nice. But but I did feel like there were a lot of big rocks or big logs that you could sit on at different intervals. Yeah, so, you bring up a good point. There is no benches yeah. outside of the start of the trailhead. Right, right. All the way around the loop. But folks, at the start of the trailhead, where there's the waterfall, there's a bunch of seating because it is such a picturesque place. Yeah. It's absolutely spectacular. I would rate this 
particular trail. Now, none of the waterfalls are over, I'd say the tallest waterfall is maybe 10 feet, 15, maybe. We're not talking about giant waterfalls, but we're talking about a lot of little waterfalls and yeah. a lot of moving water right. Rushing over, water. over cascading rocks. Mm -hmm. There were some muddy spots that you had to walk through too. So that I, I, I was actually kind of glad that I had to step in water before we finished. The oh hike. yeah. Yeah. You want to be careful. Uh, you, you can absolutely do this trail with tennis shoes, but be very careful out there, folks. <gasps> we saw just a couple children on it, but we have seen children on this trail before, you know, children, as, at least mine, when they were younger, were basically unbreakable. So, <laughs> so I get it. But, you know, at 48, I'm much more breakable. And this is actually the trail that I tore my triceps on yes. last year. Yep. You want to tell the um, listeners about how that went down? It was, was this like the first? It was one of the first hikes that we ever did in this state, I think. Probably one of the first five, at least, yeah. It was definitely the first one that we did at Table Rock State yes, Park. Yes, yes. And was this in April or May of last year? I don't remember. May. May, okay. But yeah, you, you just, it was so beautiful. And you went out on one of those smooth rocks that had the water rushing over it. And your feet just went out from under you so fast. And you, you came down on your shoulders so hard. I'm glad you didn't hit your head. Um, I probably would have done less damage if I would have hit my head. I, I and, can't believe that. Yeah. I don't know. But, but oh my God, that, you hit so hard on your shoulder. It's so easy to do. And I'm usually pretty sure-footed. You are. I don't trip or fall or slip. easily. Yeah. But yeah, my foot, I, I got out on one of the rocks in the creek and I thought it was, it didn't feel slick, but mm. man, went. Yep. It went was right out and under and landed on my like a cartoon on my elbow. It was, and it I think you saw tricep. birds tweeting around your head. Uh, it was so painful. And so we had to walk out, yeah, with a torn tricep and get you to the hospital, yeah. to get looked at. Still rehabbing from that, by the way. I still yeah. don't have a hundred percent range of motion yet, but Whew. but all that is to say, be careful out there, guys. Don't fall into the same trap I did. The, the creek is so inviting. Yeah. You want to go out there and feel the water. Just, just be careful when you do. That's yeah. all. Just be careful. Mm-hmm. 100%. So what would you classify this as? I guess I would classify it as a... What would you classify it as? Probably a break of sweat. That was what I was going to say. Yeah. Break of sweat. It, it's just because of the elevation, the constant elevation climb yeah. in the first half. Yeah. If you're going to do the whole loop, yeah, I would... Yeah. I, if it wasn't so cold yesterday, I would... Well, I did break a sweat because I was. Yeah, you were shedding layers yes. on the way up. Yeah. yeah. And it was low 40s when we got there mm -hmm. and, and you were shedding layers. I have to say it makes a difference that it's humid here uh, because last winter when I was hiking with my sister in Colorado a little bit, dry, cold, you can handle lower temperatures so much easier. 40s in Colorado in the mountains. That was nothing. But here with the humidity. It bites a, into you. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I understand. It's, you know, <laughs> it's not the heat. It's the humidity. Well, it's not the cold. It's the humidity. Yeah, <laughs> it, it gets into you. It wasn't. It, we had been on colder hikes. When we did the. Yes. Brissy Ridge Trail, it was much colder. But yeah, it's it's a break of sweat. Definitely. I think just for that. And also for the footing. 
Yeah. It's it's definitely not a piece of cake. You have to watch those roots and rocks that you're, you know. 100%. I worry so much about you when you're like, you were, you were videotaping a little bit on that hike. And I was like, oh my God, because I was behind you. And you were walking and videotaping and there was roots and rocks everywhere. And I was like, oh, he's going to, he's going to fall. going to fall again. Yeah. Thankfully I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. But it, it is one of those, especially on the second half, when you're walking along the creek and crossing it, you have to pay attention to every step you, you make. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Yeah. Even can, if you're videotaping. Even, even if you're videotaping. <laughs> we were trying to record video promos for this podcast. Yes. So they'll be up on the YouTube channel, listeners, if you want to watch. It's a YouTube. Just look up Casual Climbers on our YouTube channel, and you can see some of the videos that we post. We try to post a promo for each episode, Mm -hmm. and if we have anything extra, we're going to start actually recording segments while we're on the trail. Yeah. Uh, Starting probably in the next couple weeks, we're going to, you know, we we got some lavalier mics we're going to take with us and start recording some, some segments while we're out on the trail to give you a real sense of what it's like. Uh, yeah. Out on the trail. We're experimenting with those little mics that you can put on your collar, the lavalier mics. It's so be- I love the energy when we're out there, but with the waterfalls around us, the waterfalls are so loud. So uh, they're loud. Yeah. yeah. I noticed when I did my promo uh, video yesterday that I was talking really loud mm. because the waterfall was so loud behind me. Oh, but then your microphone my was, mic was really, so I had really to, getting it. I had to crank my mic down. <laughs> Really far when I edited the video You're today. Shouting at the listeners. I was. I was shouting. <laughs> I was listening to it, and so you know, I I use Adobe Premiere to edit my videos, and you can see the audio s- signal goes up and down when you talk. That's just how it looks. But this particular video was straight green all the way across. It's just one solid bar, and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm screaming at these poor people. So I cranked <laughs> it down, but you can still hear me kind of screaming a little bit. Yeah. In the video. Yeah. So. Tone it down next time. Next time I'll tone it down. So we're going to start doing that. We're just going to bring it and, you know, maybe record five, 10 minutes. If it's not video, even if it's just audio, uh, so that we can uh, bring you some, some real stuff from the trail. Maybe there'll be a new segment. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a segment that's called From the Trail or something. We haven't worked out all the details, but yeah, we know we have been asked, hey, can you, can you take us along with you on the trail? And so, yes, we're working on it. We absolutely can do that. 100%. So would you, and I'm a terrible person to ask this question, to, to be asked this question, but would you recommend this trail to anybody, Donna? Oh, yeah. 100%. I'd recommend it to everybody. Our, my mother, who is in her late 70s, early 80s? Mm-mm. She's, she's in her mid-70s. Mid-70s. Um, super old. No. Because if she's listening, no, will really old. <laughs> she, I joke with my mother. And you ask her why she likes me more than you. I, it doesn't make any sense. She gave birth to me, but she still <laughs> likes you better. I don't know why. So when she came, uh, she, did, she did the trail okay. She did a lot of it okay. There mm-hmm. were some parts where, where she struggled. Yeah. We, we, with her, we, I think we, we went in and back. I think we, we did. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't just, do the We whole just thing went there. clockwise to see the, the more waterfall-y side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, this is, uh, listeners, you should always know, also know that this is one of the most popular trails in the area. And so you're going to see a lot of people on it. Yeah. We got there early. We started our hike at about 830. 
and we still saw a handful of people. And then when we were leaving, yeah, then the it was almost was full. full. Yeah. 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 So if you're going to do this, listeners, either get there early or go on a weekday. Yeah. Because the weekends are going to be packed. Mm-hmm. And if you don't mind that, if you don't mind a trail full of people, uh, by all means. Oh, this is also one that my mountain bikers, I don't think they can. Do, there's no posted thing on there, but I don't know how they're getting to half these places. They're going to be carrying yeah. their bikes over We've stuff. We've never seen mountain bikers Not on a these. single time. Yeah. Um, uh, honestly, though, I think that a benefit to being on this trail when it's more, when it has more people on it, we got to a certain point on this trail where I was not sure how to proceed. There was a log. I thought I was supposed to walk across the log, but that was the first part where I was supposed to walk across the water on walk on rocks across the water. And I, you had, you were behind me and you had to tell me, no, you go that way. And then the trail continues on the other side of the water. But the rocks were far enough away from each other that it wasn't obvious to me to go across that way. And if if there were more people going ahead of us or coming behind, you know, maybe it would have been more, uh, it, it, you know, somebody else would have had a chance to it, figure that it out. It might have been. Me. We've also had a lot of rain. So I think the water was, was deeper than higher. normal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you could have tried to mountain goat across that log. Uh, it would have gotten you to over. To what end, though? I know it wasn't going to get me to the other. Well, maybe. It, it would have. But you would have had to do some climbing once you got over there. So. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I was not that invested. I, I just looked back at you and I was like, <laughs> no. what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. Yeah. Listeners on the trail, Donna is, she's a full on mountain goat on the trail. She's probably one of the most sure footed people I know. And she, she usually handles these, these uh, creeks and everything crossing better than I do. And she did great. She did great. But there were some parts where we went very slowly to make sure that oh, yeah. we weren't going to fall because you fall. If you're worried about getting wet, that's the least of your worries. Exactly. You're worried about it slamming your head on a rock or, or your tearing arm. your tearing your <laughs> triceps. Yeah. yeah, hurting yourself basically. I mean, yeah. and the older that we get, the more when we hit the ground, the ground hits back. Yeah, no kidding. There's some. There's a lot of other great stuff at Table Rock State Park. This will definitely not be our last episode on Table Rock. There's tons of trails there that we still have yet to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, but where the parking lot is is a fishing area. And I think it's a swimming area, too. I think too. that is, yes. Yeah, they have a, a lifeguard station there in the summer and where the, people can swim. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it gets partitioned off the water yeah. part that you can swim. Right there at the lake. And there's also paddle boat rentals there. Now, if you do fish, you do have to have a South Carolina fishing license. And also, Table Rock State Park is not free. It's $6 entrance fee, or you can get the park pass. Yeah. A yearly park pass, which... We highly recommend. We we bought it, and it might be one of the best purchases we ever made. Well, yeah. If you live in the area and you yeah. know, you're going to be adventuring like we do, then it just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it pays for itself very quickly. We've probably been, we, we have the passport, and then we have, I think, a dozen parks stamped, maybe less than a dozen. And we've been to many of them. Many times we go to Paris Mountain at least once a week. Yeah, this past week was Valentine's Day. After work, we went over to Paris Mountain and we had had our Valentine's Day dinner. Yeah, yeah, that was really nice. We went up on the Sulphur Springs Trail and sat on the bench overlooking the water, the the lake, and Mm -hmm. had a nice little Valentine's Day salad. Yeah, it's pretty great. Could not ask for a better view. 
No, no. And there was a guy walking his little dog who was clearly tired. The dog, yeah. that dog was done. Well, yeah, he was tiny too. Yeah, he was a tiny little dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we would definitely recommend the Carrot Creek Loop at Table Rock State Park. We definitely recommend Table Rock State Park as a whole. There's cabins there that you can rent that are absolutely gorgeous. There's camping, there's RV camping, tons of stuff for people of all ages and skill sets and activities to do at Table Rock State Park. So listeners, Carrot Creek Loop is top three of my favorite trails that I've ever been on. And I, this is one that I will continue to go on every single time. I can't recommend it highly enough. Yeah, me too. I agree. Any last words, Donna, about the trail? I mean, just talking about it makes me want to go back. It does, doesn't it? Like right now. <laughs> it and does. Knowing that it's only 30 minutes away from us. And what time of day is it? And we were just there yesterday. It's 2.30 but... yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> we could get there. We could. We could get there. Yeah. <laughs> we, I got to edit this thing and get it up, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Care Creek Loop. Yep. Stay tuned for some information about uh, Fun Facts by Donna. And then we're going to talk about Ansu's Country Corner. So this is the fun fact for today, Table Rock State Park. Did you know that there used to be steps up to the top of Table Rock? Not just like stone steps, but they actually put like steps in there with, yeah. Did they really where? I, I'm not 100% on where it is. I, I know that there's still some holes from like, because they, they hammered these these steps into the side of the mountain, I believe. So they had to have some kind of stake. Yes, yeah, right. some kind of metal stake to get it in there. Yeah. And they don't exist anymore? No, they, they've been removed. There's this diary entry from this woman named Mary Elizabeth Morang Davis. When she was 25 years old, it was 1840. 1840. A diary from 1840. Yes, a diary That's entry from fantastic. 1840. That's yeah. fantastic. So she describes going up these steps to the top of Table Rock. And she... I, I think I think she's someone like me, the way that she describes it. Um, she's she's very colorful with her words, though. Okay. So I'm going to try and just imagine, because she was a South Carolina woman, so I'm going to try and imagine that she had like a Southern accent. So Okay. <laughs> Let's hear the accent. Dude. All right. The listeners are tired of my terrible accents. Maybe they'll get a good one here. Yeah. So she said, I beheld a party of ladies and gentlemen descending as if it were from the clouds. Never shall I forget the sensation produced in my mind when I drew the outlines of their figures and the slight penciling of the railing which supported them against the azure sky and thought that I, too, must thus be suspended between heaven and earth. Wow. Wow. I feel like we should have, like, some harmonica music. <laughs> yep. Yep. She continues by saying, To stay behind would be weakness. So she's with this group. She's her brother is part of the party that she's with. Okay. She's 25 and she's with this group and there's other females, there's other women. Okay. She says And they're headed they're getting ready to they're head They're getting up ready to head up. To yes. To the top of Table Rock. Mm -hmm. okay. And I think she's I think she's trepidatious, nervous about it from from what I've read. So she continue uh, yeah, she she says to stay behind would be weakness. And she says that the other girls of her party Gave signs of such tremendous resolution. So the other girls are like, they're all about it. They are going to get to the top. They're all like, okay, so listen. Not one of them shrieked or fainted, but ran lightly up the steps with most cavalier indifference. Now, I have to know, do they have corsets on? Do they have hoop skirts on? What are kind of shoes are they wearing? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking that they do not have keens or, you know, 
Oh, I, of... I, I can't imagine they're wearing good hiking shoes. Right. Chances I, I... are they got rubber-soled so, heels on. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, we're talking about 1840. 1840. I, were women wearing pants in 1840? I mean, pantaloons under their skirts. But, but under their skirts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Wow. I, I cannot imagine mountain climbing in the kind of garb that a woman would have been wearing back then. People had to wear hats back then, too, so they got this big old fluffy hat oh, going on. I don't even know. I can't even yeah. with that. There are pictures online of Mary Elizabeth Meringue Davis. You can see, like, she wore. Okay, we'll put one it, on the website. Yeah, I just can't imagine she was wearing that stuff when she was hiking. So none of the other girls are freaked out by this. They're all, like, they're all about it. So she had to go. So she talks about collecting all the energies of desperate pride. So... <laughs> Collecting all the energies of desperate. Yes. Wow. Yes. I don't even know what that means. I'm not 100% sure what. I'll, I mean, it just, I, I feel her pain, though. I do. I, okay. She achieved the first flight of steps and clung trembling to the only tree which had obtained foothold in the rock. Then there was another flight of steps more fearful than the first. So, um. Wow. <laughs> and your accent's fantastic, by the way. <laughs> This is a treat for everybody, but more me than anyone else. <laughs> yeah, I don't do accents. <laughs> oh, this one's great. Um, we, should, we should bring this back every episode. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think anybody wants that. She got to the second landing to her utter astonishment. And <laughs> but here, an almost superhuman difficulty seemed to present itself. So t I, there's this next sentence. I want you to tell me what this means to you because I really don't. I, I mean, based on what she said up to this point, uh -huh. I, I just need you to hear. Okay. Okay. A perpendicular line fallen from our center of gravity would scarcely have touched the mountain, but there we stood on an inch of ground with a sloping rock of five or six feet between us and the ultimatum of our wishes. Okay. Good. Read that one more time slowly. Okay. A perpendicular line okay. falling from our center of gravity would scarcely have touched the mountain. But there we stood on an inch of ground. Okay, so she's saying it's a very steep slope. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're standing on an inch. I can't believe they're standing on an inch of ground, but okay. I, yeah. With I mean, a sloping rock of- What's her name again? Mary Elizabeth Mary Moraine. Elizabeth. Yeah, okay. Mary Elizabeth. Yeah. So Mary Elizabeth needs to- she, she, she's. Let's tamp down the hyperbole a little bit, Mary. She's dramatic. She's very dramatic. Yes. Okay. So um, a perpendicular line could scarce touch um, the ground. Scarcely have touched the mountain. Okay. But there we stood on an inch of ground with a sloping rock of five or six feet between us. A sloping rock of five or six feet between us. I'm thinking it's us. five or. I don't understand that really. And the ultimatum of our wishes. So I think what that means is. And the ultimatum of our wishes is probably. It's you, if you really want it, you have to decide now. Do yeah. you really want to get to the top? Okay. Like, are you going to put your money where your mouth is? Are yeah. you, are you going to make it? Because there's no turning back. Time. There's no turning back. Yeah. Okay. I can't imagine there's any turning back. Mary Elizabeth point. is clearly an educated woman though. She's something. She's yes. writes very poetically. Mm -hmm. So then she goes on to say, our lives literally hanging by a peg for by means of these alone, we clamor up. Oh, those are the steel pegs. That, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. And then- She's she, very dramatic. She really is. So this is, <laughs> this is the last sentence in this diary entry. Okay. And I also don't 100% understand what she's saying here either. The, intrepid the intrepidity 
and enterprise of Mr. Sutherland have given the view from Table Mountain, they used to call Table Rock Table Mountain, mm-hmm. um, Table Mountain, to the curious world. But he should not have stopped short here. The ladies at least would have been more grateful if he had not obliged them to take such a long step. I don't, I don't 100% understand that, but I think, because in the beginning- So basically, I think what he's saying is Mr. Sutherland did a really nice thing by making this view available to people. Right. But he shouldn't have done it for women? Or, or I don't know. He That's kind of what that second half of that sentence sounds like. Read that so, second half again. Okay. The ladies, at least, would have been more grateful if he had not obliged them to take such a long step. I wonder if he was like, I dare you. Oh, well, oblige them. Yeah. I mean, probably not I dare you, but so the ladies would have been more grateful if he, if had, he had not obliged. Yeah, obliged, basically saying, yeah, you guys can go up. So I guess what she's saying is the women were huffing and puffing right. and would rather not have been allowed so that, to go up or I don't know. so that they wouldn't feel forced to go yeah, up. Yeah, but I'm a woman and you tell me I can't do something. Yeah, I'm gonna you're going to do, do it. it. Yeah. I'm 100% going to yeah. do it. Faster, farther. Just whatever. I yeah, mean, yeah. In, in my mind anyway, until I get, you know, out of breath. But <laughs> but you still keep going. You always you get out of breath, but you keep going. So I don't want the listeners to think that that you don't have the fortitude because you do more than more than anybody I know. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. But but yeah, so that was her diary entry. So so it's interesting. Her her girlfriends start out all gung ho. And yeah. they're all about it. Yeah. And they're going to go. And they're like, tee hee hee, let's run to the top of this mountain. Mm-hmm. And then it sounds like when they get up there, they're like, oh, heck no. Heck no. I don't. <laughs> yeah. It sounds rough. And, and you and I've been there. We're yeah. Rainbow it's... Falls. We're, we're like, oh, yeah, let's go. And then yeah. halfway up, we're like, why, why did we do this to ourselves? Yes. And, yeah. and so there's two different kinds of up and down. So, so, so the, the hike that we did that we talked about Carrick Creek Loop, the up was kind of gradual. And I mean, yeah, it was long. It got me out of breath. But the down was also, for the most part, gradual. There was mm-hmm. nothing. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking the down on this. Would it, be very scary. And very difficult. Like, it's a different kind of taxing your muscles. And so if you have gotten so exhausted muscle-wise getting to the top of Table Rock, and now your muscles are, like, shaking your legs are shaking or whatever, it's going to be even harder to get down and also stay alive. I Yeah, sure. Yeah, depending on how treacherous it is. And so clearly there's a reason it still doesn't exist today, right? <laughs> Somebody was yeah. like, this is, who did this? Yeah, this, this is, is a terrible idea. Right, this is not insurable. No way we can't. <laughs> not insurable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would be, that's such a fascinating story, Donna. I would be, really interested in reading the rest of her diary entries. I I, mean, I I need to know more about this Mary Elizabeth lady. She was a writer. She ended up being a writer. Oh, did she? Yeah. So, um, and there's a wiki, there's a whole Wikipedia page about it. Is her. there? Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Meringue Davis. I, so I want to, after we're done recording, I, I want to look into her. I want to see some more of her. I wonder what her daily life diaries would be. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean. The sun shone brightly down upon me as I walked from the main house to the outhouse I love... sweating profusely as i was preparing <laughs> no, she to she would not have sweat profusely i <laughs> promise you that she would have glowed oh but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no not with is there, um is there pictures of her um yeah yeah okay um, yeah. yeah we'll put one on the website yeah no but i do like how she she when she was talking about 
seeing the the figures and they were the slight penciling of the railing which supported them against the azure sky and thought that I too must be suspended between heaven and earth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get I, it though. Oh, heck yeah. Having lived up here in this area, well, and I if get you, it. If you did something like that, I mean, she she has bragging rights. She can use whatever words she wants. Sure, sure. Plus, you know, I feel the same thing she feels, but I'm way less poetic about it. Well, and we still don't know if she was wearing a hoop skirt and a... And a, and a corset. corset. Yeah, yeah, sure. If she was, if she did that, I, I can't imagine. I, I just can't. I, mean, I, I can't either. You need to just be able to breathe. The bre yeah, right. And, and a hoop skirt holding you away from a mountain that you're trying to, like, cling desperately to, to, to survive, you know? <laughs> no kidding. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they didn't have modern hiking poles and modern gear or anything. Nothing. They were just walking up there with a I mean, somebody was like, bladder of this water. seems like a good idea. Let's yeah. do this. And nobody's checking. To, you know what? Hey, Bill, like, that's maybe not the best idea. Right, right. So, yeah. So I guess she says the in intrepidity and enterprise of Mr. Sutherland. Mr. Sutherland. So I guess I guess it was a Mr. Sutherland that that built these. Um, that built the, the steps ste up. Yeah. Or, or at the very least was the one that took this group up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. But anyway, I just I, I saw her diary entry and I was like, oh, that's this great. Is, yeah. No. That's the fun fact for this week. Mary That's Elizabeth. so much fun. Yep. yep. Mary Elizabeth Meringue Davis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. 25 years old and climbing. That's climbing. great. Yep. That's great. Okay. Yeah. We'll put the picture up on the website so everybody can see. That's that's great. We might even put this uh, text up. Is there a, a, you found it on the web, so maybe we'll just put a link to the text. Yeah. 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 We'll do that. That's a great story. Thank you. You're welcome. So in place of a product review this week, Don and I are going to talk to you about Aunt Sue's Country Corner. Mm -hmm. It's a little iconic place right near Table Rock State Park. I mean, it's less than a mile away from the park entrance, but it's a really great place to stop, have some food, recharge a little bit. Do a little bit of shopping in a general store. They have a sweet shop with ice cream and fudge and mm -hmm. waffle cones. They have a local artisan shop there that also has candles yes. and, and crafts and stuff like that. And then, of course, there's the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got a candle that was really great. It was one of those... I think it was beeswax. Think, yeah. yeah. Besides the candles that they have there, some of the local art that they have, like they have locally made jewelry and locally made crafts for your house, little knickknacks and stuff like that. And some of it's really beautiful. And from what I understand, having talked to the lady that runs the place, almost all of that stuff is produced right, right within locally. driving distance. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that is a really great thing. I like to support local business. Yeah, I mean, you could go and buy a candle on Amazon much cheaper than you can get it there. But, man, it, the, the quality is top-notch there. Yeah. I really like the, the, the high-quality stuff that they have there. Now, you and I aren't sweets eaters, but yeah, we not. did try the ice cream there one time. We did. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was very good. And the, the restaurant, the, I remember the food being really good. We, we went there with your mom last summer. We did. We went there. We had, I had the meatloaf and I forgot what my mom had. I think she had uh, one of the chicken salads or something like that. But you get plenty of food yeah. there. You get, you're not going to leave hungry. It's a, it's a country 
style restaurant. Right. Now, we, we stopped by there yesterday, but we were there too early. So they open at, what is it, 11? 11, yeah. And we were there at 1030. And we had we needed to get on the road and get someplace else too. So we just took a picture of the outside of it. And we could put that on, on the, the website. But but yeah, that was regrettable that we didn't get to go yesterday. But there'll be, yeah. there'll be other times. There'll be other times. It's 25 minutes from where we live. So yeah. it's, it's not a, a big haul. But it's definitely a place, listeners, that you should try to stop in. You're going to pass it anyway when you go to Table Rock State Park. Mm -hmm. So stop in. It's a neat little roadside place. It's all log and wood buildings. It was built in the early 80s, but it looks like it was built in the 1880s just based on how it looks. <laughs> yeah, log cabin-esque. Yeah, it's it's pretty great, listeners. So be, be sure to check it out. Support local businesses. Support the local economy. and get... Super nice people, too. Oh, very nice people. Yeah, yeah everyone was was super nice. Grab I, a nice ice cream after a hike. Mm -hmm. Sit I love, down and have a meal. I love like when you go to a place like that, when the people just very obviously care about your experience in their place of business. They do. Yeah. yeah they do seem to do that. They want you to enjoy it and tell your friends. Mm -hmm. so, so that's what we're doing. There's a website that they have, Corner, all one word, dot com. Be sure to check it out. The, the website has some local history. And it's got some pictures from back in the day. Tells the, the history of the actual restaurant itself and the people that run it. So check it out. Ansu's Country Corner. Yeah. So that's our episode, guys. Carrot Creek Loop at Table Rock State Park. One of my favorites in the entire region. One of my favorites that we've ever been on. Short hike. It'll definitely uh, get you a sweat going, especially going uphill. Make sure you keep your footing, but... I cannot recommend this highly enough. When my son and our adopted son, adopted, basically, basically adopted son, unofficially adopted son came to visit, that's the first place we took them yeah. because we wanted them to experience. This is a real mountain hike. It's really great. You get all the wonderful bonuses of living up here in the upstate region. You get waterfalls, you get mountain hikes, you get woods, you get nature. And so we we love this this particular park and we love this particular trail mm -hmm. and we want to make sure that you guys really experience it like we do. Exactly. And thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to us in whatever podcast app you use. And be sure to leave us a review. That's how our show grows. Feel free to check out our trail photos at casualclimbers.podbean.com. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to drop us a line, you can reach us at casualclimberspodcast at gmail.com. We hope to see you out on the trails. You know what, Donna, we missed? What? No Bigfoot sightings this week. Oh. Not a single Bigfoot sighting. I saw I saw a few like like little cave areas and rock ledges. What? And stuff. You didn't tell me? I mean they were not they, if they would again, they would be big enough for a care bear or a, like a small Maybe a baby know. Bigfoot? Oh, and there's that log that's all hollowed out that could be like a slide if you were as big as maybe a raccoon or something, a slide down into the water. There were. Yeah, yeah but no. No Bigfoot. No Bigfoot this week. We're still looking. We're still looking for the Sam Squanch. I mean, maybe a little foot. A little foot? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little Bigfoot or a big little foot? I don't know. Little. We'll have to work that out. Yeah. We'll work that out. Not sure. All right, guys. Thanks okay. for listening. Uh huh. See you on the trails. See you on the trails.